welcome to this month's GPS Training Podcast. It's our 23rd episode. Today, we have a special podcast because Garmin today have launched the brand new GPS Map 66i, the first ever handheld GPS unit from Garmin to incorporate the in-reach technology into the outdoor navigation GPS. Don't worry if none of that makes sense, it hopefully will do over the next 30 to 45 minutes, as it's such a big change in the world of outdoor GPS navigation, we're giving the subject a full podcast all on its own. So we have got a special guest um, on today's podcast to look at this. So welcome Andy Heyman, who's the Outdoor Sales Manager for Garmin. Um, welcome to the GPS Training Podcast. Thank you, John. Welcome. So Andy, I've heard on the grapevine, you're also a subscriber to the GPS Training Podcast, so many thanks for that. I am indeed, I am indeed. Very good. Do we keep you up to date with all your own products, do we? <laughs> uh, absolutely. It's always, always good to find a, a different um, opinion. Uh, I know you guys obviously uh, know handhelds really well, so it's always good to get an opinion and your thoughts and, and you know, uh, and I suppose um, a neutral opinion of it. That's good to hear, Brian. So, Andy, a little bit of background about you and your role within Garmin. So, I said you're, you're within sales, so what what does your role, your role entail within Garmin then? Uh, so uh, I'm the outdoor sales manager. So uh, that means that I deal with all the um, traditional outdoor sector clients. So uh, as well as yourselves, obviously, we deal with uh, everything from multiple stores like Cotswold Blacks um, uh, Go Outdoors to uh, quality independents such as yourselves. I also uh, try and reach out and uh, create partnerships with people like Plasi Brennan, Glenmore Lodge, um, anything that's deemed to be outdoor. And I, I appreciate when we get to the wearable side, there's often a crossover, um, but Phoenix is very much still, uh, I think, viewed first and foremost, certainly when you get to the Sapphire Premium models as an outdoor product. So my role is to drive um, those products, product awareness and product sales through all of those channels. So handheld then is, as you rightly say, Phoenix range, Instinct range, and all the handheld GPS units. Is uh, yeah, so traditionally, uh, I say Phoenix in the wearable category, uh, Instinct more latterly, um, handhelds obviously covers a, a wide range of products. InReach, uh, I think certainly pertinent today, InReach product is, is fast growing within that sector. And then perhaps some slightly more um, niche products like the Atmos uh, dog tracking products. Um, we've just released a new uh, Overlander um, sat nav, which is aimed at the sort of four by four adventure market. So that's all deemed to be outdoor. That's brilliant. So what I've got you on for the podcast today is the launch of the new GPS Map 66i, which I think it said in the introduction, I think is a massive game changer in the world of uh, outdoor GPS navigation. Because what we do is, we've been, or what you've done is incorporate two pieces of technology into one, which is a GPS Map 66ST handheld GPS unit, and then the in-reach technology. And again, both great products in their own right, but you've incorporated this into one GPS device. So, first, Andy, the GPS Map 66ST, what is it? And why is this the first unit that's been incorporated? I'm, I'm saying first unit because I'm assuming as we go to further down the line, more units will be incorporated with this in-reach technology. Why was this chosen as the, the first unit or the unit to incorporate this technology into it? So, um, the, the GPS map range has been in existence in the Garmin portfolio for a while now, uh, as I'm, I know that yourself and your listeners will be aware, um, probably most recently the, the 60 followed by the 62, the 64, um, which were great units, but the, the body didn't change and it needed an update. The 66, which launched in October last year, was a, a for me a real step forward. Um, insofar as we changed the form factor, the screen got bigger, the user interface improved, the buttons got bigger. Um, sorry, the buttons got more reactive. Um, and we started to bring it into the sort of connected world. So 
probably the bike category leads that insofar as lots of units talk to each other and i think the 66 heads that direction so obviously the standard 66 sst you can control our verb cameras from it you can uh, link it with your mobile phone you can link it with your watch you can link it with an inreach so it starts to hopefully bring all of our technologies into one um the inreach uh technology we purchased a company called delorme in, in 2016 um we initially brought out two units uh, that were based around their insides with our our externals. We launched the Mini last year, and I think that was our first sort of Garmin upwards iteration of the inReach. So it naturally followed that the 66 was the best unit to incorporate the inReach technology into. And, and as you say, John, I think going forward, um, they don't allow me too much information as a sales guy, but going forward, I expect to see inReach being incorporated in in a lot more products within our range. So the key thing is really, it's the 66 ST. So the majority of units we're selling the 66 S, but the uh, the I is really an ST, isn't it? Merged with the inReached. It is, yeah. So we, we've taken the ST platform. Um, so the ST is the topographical mapping version. Mm -hmm. So we do an S, which I think is traditionally quite popular within the UK, and the ST. And the, the reason the ST perhaps isn't isn't uh, taken up as much by the UK consumers is that most UK um, outdoor people, hill walkers, will be used to, comfortable with, and uh, like ordnance survey mapping. Yeah. So there isn't really a need for them to, uh, or a desire for them to use the topographical mapping that we build into the ST. Um, it's very capable mapping, but it's not ordnance survey, and that's what people are used to. It is. It's the top active mapping. It's the 44 European countries that that one comes with, isn't it? Uh, yeah, 47. 47, 47 countries European-wide. Um, as I say, very very good basic mapping, and certainly enough to, to travel around certainly roads within Europe and most... Um, uh, most decent sized trails but you just simply don't get the data that you get from ordnance survey mm -hmm. so then quickly summarize 66 st was launched last october it's a button gps unit as andy said replaced the 6264 first to use the galileo satellites which is the european satellites and again the accuracy we've seen with that and is is phenomenal you no know, we're getting like you no know, two meter accuracy it's it's they're absolutely uh, phenomenal i don't know if you had feedback from other people about that it's uh, the galileo is amazing isn't it yeah, it's really impressive. I mean, they haven't got that many satellites up. I'm not completely up to speed. Last I heard, it was sort of five or six units floating around. Um, they're obviously quite expensive <laughs> to both make and to launch. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, to be out on the hills with even with a, you know, a wearable, which is yeah. clearly by the nature of the product, got a smaller antenna, and to even get down to sort of two meters accuracy. And, and with the 66, I've had 1.5, mm -hmm. albeit you know, very momentarily. But yeah, it's incredible given given the sort of distance they are in the sky. So. Brilliant. It's got the backlit buttons. Round-trip routing, which is more of a cycling one, where you can go to a location and say, give me a six-mile circular cycle route, and it gives you a number of options. Got better screen resolution than what we saw before on the 64. Larger screen, and again, it's the first time that button GPS unit has the same size screen as what we've seen on the Oregon, which I think has been a game-changer and stole a lot of the Oregon customers have now moved back over to a, a button GPS unit. Geocaching Live, which I know we've had on the Oregon for a number of years, is, and then we can download the bird's eye satellite imagery over Wi-Fi. Expedition mode, so it really just shows that marketplace where that goes into the expedition mode, which does one trap point um, every one, uh, sorry, a trap point every minute and really extends the battery life for up to one week. So that kind of tells you which marketplace you're wanting that to sit in. And then the new Explore app, which uh, again was launched, I can't believe you did it at the same time of the, of the GPS unit, which is very good, which means that 
we have that, as you rightly say, that better connectivity to a mobile phone. You can plan routes on your mobile phone, transfer them over, and this kind of thing. So it's based on a 66, new 66 size based on the 66 ST. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's the top of active mapping there. So the inReach technology, as you rightly say, that was Delorme that Garmin purchased back in February 2016, wasn't it? Um, yes. And then you've run through with the three units. So you've got the inReach SC and Explorer Plus, which first came out, and then the inReach Mini. So, Andy, exactly what is this technology? How does it work and how does it benefit? Uh, so I suppose you, you purchased Delorme for this technology, didn't you really? Garmin did, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Garmin, uh, Garmin, we like to lead from the front, um, but clearly there are people out there with, with some fantastic technology. Uh, and if we can incorporate that and, and get hold of that technology, then uh, more for the goods, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, purchased Alarm um, in, I'd say, February 2016, based in Yarmouth, Maine. Um, and you know, a lot of the, the guys are still there in Yarmouth, Maine. I speak to the to the team over there on a weekly basis. You know, InReach is uh, on such... Um, uh, you know, um, an improved scale at the moment, uh, and the interest in it is is massive. So yeah, I'm regularly in touch with them. So uh, yeah, fantastic technology. So it's two-way satellite communication, isn't it? So the the, the it's it's using the um, the Iridium satellites, which is the same as that a sat phone uses, and then we get it's it's near enough 100% world coverage, isn't it? Uh, it, it is completely 100%. So yeah, as you say, the Iridium satellite network is 66 low Earth orbiting satellites. So perhaps not as high as um, the ones that you'll talk to with your your handheld, um, and that gives you the ability to send and receive uh, two-way text communication anywhere on the planet. And I think that for us is versus some of the other competitive mm -hmm. networks out there. That's absolutely critical. Um, so not only can you, you send and receive text messaging, obviously you can initiate an SOS um, and you can also lay down tracking. So irrelevant, totally separate from cell signal, wherever you are, you can set your unit to drop uh, an electronic pin every X minutes. That's obviously user definable. Uh, and then if you've shared a link with somebody uh, back at base, they can see where you are at any given point um, in live time, really. And you must have seen quite good sales because I know we've sold a lot of inReach. Since the inReach minis come out, we've sold an awful lot of them. Do you know, most weeks we are selling multiple inReach minis. So Garmin, as a worldwide brand, must be selling an awful lot of them, are you? Yeah, we are. And I think personally, um, you know, I think the mini changed the game for us so initially after purchase we brought out uh, and i have to say it all happened before i started i right. joined the company in december 2017 so some of this might be anecdotal but um yeah we brought out the explorer plus and the se plus which were i suppose garmin derivations of existing mm -hmm. technology the mini was the first one that we we'd r and d from the ground upwards and i think the form factor is the most compelling thing about it you know it's 100 grams it's small it suddenly can appeal to your trail runners, yeah. your mountain bikers, who perhaps wouldn't have gone for the sort of 200 plus gram heavier unit. Um, and I think that's just caught the imagination. And as you say, um, we're seeing increased interest. Uh, the SE pretty much died a death, being honest, because yeah. why would you buy an SE over, over a Mini? And I think with the best will in the world, the 66i might signal, um, certainly within the UK market, maybe the death knell for the Explorer Plus. There's very few reasons to buy into the Explorer Plus. Yeah, and I suppose, and also the InReach Mini did pair with the 66S, still pairs with the 66S, doesn't it? So Absolutely. You can, you can use either the Phoenix or the 66 to talk to the Mini. So the Mini can, can stay on your pack or, or wherever you've got it mounted with that line of sight. And you can you can interact for the most part with either your your um, 
your 66 uh, or with your Phoenix watch um, and leave the unit where it, where it sits. And it also pairs with your smartphone as well, so you can do messages via your smartphone, can't you? Yeah, so we use the EarthMate app, which is a free app on, on both the um, the Android and Apple platforms. Um, and to be honest, it, you can see some some fairly decent open source mapping it, it mm -hmm. is still open source mapping um, and it provides a far better keyboard to be able to send those text messages than using the original unit the original unit is a bit old school texting you know letter by letter yeah. so uh, more often than not people will interact through the Earthmate app it's that connectivity you knows I've been using the InReach Mini um, I suppose since it came out and I, I can't like I've got it paired with my Phoenix watch so actually I'm walking along my Phoenix watch buzzes I read my message okay I want to reply to it I pick up my get my iPhone out of my pocket and reply to my iPhone as you say, it's that really to communicate. It's that connectivity that we've all been waiting for, and 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 Garmin now. I'm going to say I've caught up because other brands have always had that bit of connectivity. That that when we say a smartphone user, no, we're expecting that. And now with the inReach means the first one to come along that actually brought all those things together and made it far easier for us the user. We can we can reply however we want to, either on the unit, on our smartwatch. Or on our on our on mobile phone, and I must say, when you're using your mobile phone, it's not sending it via your mobile phone. It just it's just tethered to your inReach Mini, isn't it? Yeah, so the, the phone really just acts as um, a, a dummy keyboard, a, a, um, a slave keyboard to be able to make it just easier. It's a, a platform we're all used to. And I think I think one of the things that surprises me about the InReach still is, you know, there's this, this sweeping uh, assumption that, um, that, you know, our Western Europe has great cell phone coverage. Mm -hmm. Well, I was out doing a charity walk on Saturday in the Black Mountains, and you definitely haven't got 100% cell phone coverage there, I can guarantee it. And I think most hill walkers will know North Wales, Scotland, for me, the A34 on the way back up from head office. You know, there are lots of dead patches in in the UK where arguably you may well need to send a to send some kind of messaging. So, um, yeah, so that kind of brings on. We do need a contract with the InReach technology, so they kind of start from fourteen pound ninety nine a month. So it's not ridiculously expensive, and then we build up. So it kind of depends on how many um, messages you want to send, tracking, and all this kind of information. So again, there's various packages there. Um, you can have um, ones which you subscribe to for the full year. Then there's the ones you can drop in and out of isn't it yeah i think um i often when i'm trying to talk to people about the inreach mini or, or the inreach technology uh, you know simply think of a mobile phone contract you know it's all about data and it's about understanding how much data you you are going to need so we do four plans it's, it's all dealt with by the individual user they um, activate set up the account and, and work it work it through online and can manage their account online uh, and as you say we we offer two plans one that's an annual contract you pay month on month and that's rolling which is probably for your more dedicated user potentially professional users um guides mountain leaders and so on uh, the most popular one is the freedom plan so that allows you the flexibility to use it for 30 days it's all in 30 day lumps so you can use it for 30 days for, for your trip and then suspend it put the unit in the drawer bring it back out again before your next trip make sure it's charged up reactivate the account or unsuspend the account and off you go again and it's a little bit more per month i think the initial safety plan is the same price for both units uh, sorry for both contracts you pay a little bit more for the freedom but clearly you, you get the flexibility to duck in and duck out mm -hmm. that's it yeah it's a big thing so it is a, it's a inreach technology it's, it's a fantastic technology and again it's, it's doing very well and it's i say as you rightly say it's nice now we've incorporated this into it so that kind of moves on to the 66i or gps map 66i it's just been launched um what's what's the main difference is there any differences or not or is just these two technologies incorporated i think there is one key thing is actually we've no longer running off double a batteries are we 
No, so the 66i is, in my humble opinion, a perfect um, combination of, of the new 66 uh, ST, as you said uh, earlier in the programme, uh, with the in-reach technology. So no longer needing two units, just needing one. Um, because of the power draw of the, the need for the satellite communication, um, as well as obviously all the features that the 66 ST brings to the party, double um, A's, to be honest, just simply weren't cutting it. So mm -hmm. we've gone back to a, a rechargeable lithium-ion battery built into the unit. So for those that are used to our um, uh, our handhelds with the micro SD card slot beneath the batteries, um, we've moved that to the side. So absolutely still can use your, your mapping cards with it, um, but we've built in a lithium-ion battery as well. And that also lends itself to a, a cradle charging situation as well. You can drop it into a powered cradle in a vehicle uh, and top up the lithium-ion so do you think this is the way forward going forward? Because Garmin is using AA batteries. It's always We've always just used AA batteries, um, except I say to the InReach SC and Explorer, which are DeLorme products. Um, and now the InReach Mini is, doesn't use AA batteries. It's a lithium battery in there. Is this the way, do you think, that Garmin will go forward with the future products, um, moving away from AA batteries? Or is it just because of this uh, battery draw it has with the, uh, the, the satellite communication that's needed? Um, I, I think initially it's the battery draw that's needed. Um, I'll, I'll quantify my next comments by saying this is this is my opinion at this stage. <laughs> I think one of the things that, that I always like about handheld GPS is clearly ours, and, and there are other brands out there, versus perhaps the mobile phone technology, which a lot, a lot of people are turning to, is the ability to use or replace those batteries in the field. And, and clearly with the Mini and with the 66i, you lose that uh, that convenience. Most people now are used to carrying a power pack of some description mm -hmm. and a cable because their mobile phone is not going to last an extended period of time, let alone anything else. So I wouldn't necessarily say it sets out a precedent going forward. I think in this particular case, it was necessary. I'm guessing with everything, the, the power draw of, of new technology going forward is going to reduce. Batteries are going to get smaller. We may see in the future the ability to have a unit running sophisticated mapping and in reach and potentially having user replaceable batteries because I, I, I personally like that feature on the hill. Yeah, I too as well, and something we've looked a lot into. And actually, when you get into that AA battery technology, it's, as you rightly say, for more batteries, if you're on a double your battery life, just take two AA batteries with you, and suddenly you've got twice the batteries. And it's Absolutely. a really simple thing, rather than actually taking power packs with you and solar panels and everything like this that we're having to do when we're going off trekking. Especially a lot for the fell runners and this kind of thing who want to travel light, you know, put AA batteries in your pocket and you're ready to go, or put them at a checkpoint or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, the battery life of something like the Mini is uh, with the right settings. Clearly, it's, you know, there's lots of movable um, factors when it comes to talking about battery life. But you can get sort of easily 20 days out of it with the right settings. And that's not, you know, that's not in ridiculous settings of dropping a waypoint every two days or something. You know, that's still quite frequent waypoints. So uh, I think you'll get good battery life out of it. Again, personal opinion, I'd like to see a stage where we can we can marry the, the best of all worlds, if you will. So. Yeah, I don't know if you know, we use the InReach Mini for our Shepherd's Walks holiday business. We have a walking holiday business. And for lone walkers, we loan them a, a Mini just to give them the security and tracking. And I had one out last week, and it was out with a lady walking at St. Oswald's Way. So she did it over seven days. I gave it to her fully charged, and uh, she tracked every day. She messaged the start and finish just to make sure she was okay. She thankfully never had to press the SOS button. 
But then at the end, I got it back, plugged it in, and it was half charged. And I went, that was quite impressive. Being out seven days uh, that unit, and it was half charged. And I thought that's that's pretty good going, really. Um, and I can't remember what track points were, but we were tracking it. And I, I can because I, I, I know when it, when we gave it out, you know, my wife was meeting or something, and I said, is the battery life going to last long enough? I said, it should do, and it lasted all week. And again, I just looked on the screen; it was half half charged. I didn't wasn't too accurate. I just plugged it in. That's pretty good going, really. Yeah, I mean, I use the Mini quite regularly, and, and it's you know it's always on, and uh, I'm impressed for two things. I think I've got my tracking point set to 30 minutes. Yes. Um, and I, I think we we quote you know approximately 20 days if you've got it on sort of 30 minute tracking. Clearly, you know, let's be honest, if you're pressing, if you're having a play with it, and, and the backlight's coming out every two seconds, and you're fiddling about with menus, you're going to start to to erode that. But if you're used to it and just using it as intended, then yeah, I, I think. Uh, I think the other thing that impresses me is I've always got a power pack with me and how quick it takes power back on as well. Yes. Um, so the ability, I have been in a couple of occasions, really by bad organisation more than anything else, where I'm down to sort of 10% and just popping a very small power pack I carry with me, it's uh, it's drawn that charge in pretty quickly. So, so moving back to the um, 66i, I think a big game changer really, because actually I think maybe a part of the handheld market has gone to mobile phone. That's the reality of where we are, isn't it? Where actually those person who maybe 10 years ago would have a GPS unit, a, a, an old e-trex or something like that, I kind of said, well, I've downloaded this app on my phone and for that time I'm using it, um, it's, it, it works. And that's the reality of, of where we are. I think we'd be fools to, to think any anything else. But I think now with the in-reach technology built into it, we've now got actually a, a communication device that works anywhere in the world. And actually, we've now got a top-end handheld GPS unit, haven't we? So I think that's why I think it's such a big game changer for Garmin because suddenly, when somebody comes along, and says, "Oh, I just use my mobile phone." Actually, this is this is a communication device that will work anywhere. I keep going back to anywhere in the world, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I, I'm going to try not to get on my soapbox here about mobiles because I'm, you know, I'm a mobile phone user like all of us. And as you rightly say, there are more and more people using them. I think you're right. I, I'm really excited about the 66i. You know, I, I love our products. I've been a Garmin user since I was sort of 16, 17 years old. Um, I think the 66i is a fundamental step forward. Agree, yeah. The mm -hmm. 66 is great, and you start to build in some of that connectivity we touched upon. But the 66i really moves the needle. And I think, you know, without turning it into a why handheld over over mobile phone sort of uh, podcast, I think it really does bring something to the party. You know, we talk about robustness, waterproofness, battery life, strength of GPS signal, which which is all superior over over mobiles if you're using them as a as a navigation device. We all know that drains the battery really quickly. Um, but yeah, having that 100% global coverage, that safety net anywhere in the world uh, and we tend to feature uh, we tend to concentrate on inreach from a communication point of view mm -hmm. yes it has an sos button and and god forbid you need to use that then then fantastic it's there but actually it's more about being somewhere amazing with zero signal mm -hmm. because it's somewhere amazing and just being able to text you know a mate or a loved one or whatever and saying yeah i'm, I'm on top of the world it will mm -hmm. genuinely work mm -hmm. on the top of everest you might be a bit too cold to use it at that <laughs> stage but yeah just being able to share your experience to, to have that sort of general text communication outside of the emergency uh, scenario is, is fantastic. I think there's bigger game changers, and I, I, I hate to swear when I'm talking to someone from Garmin, is when SatMap first produced that GPS with a ordnance survey mapping on it. Do you know, the world went, 
oh my word, wow, that's what I've been wanting. And from now, that's the norm. So most people will buy a GPS with Ordnance Survey mapping because it's just the norm. I think in the world of outdoor GPS navigation, the, the incorporation of the in-reach technology into a handheld unit is as big a thing. So actually, I think in five years' time, in 10 years' time, actually, this is going to be the norm. The norm is going to be, if I've got an outdoor device, which is a two-way satellite communicator, which, let's think, 10 years ago, we were having sat phones on massive contracts and big sat phones. And I know Garmin had some really good stories about how people actually come over from sat phones over into in-reach technology and they're loving the reliability, the flexibility, and actually the ease of use because it's just like sending a text, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think you're right. And for me, again, I don't want to drum the point in, but it, it moves the needle massively. It is everything we want. We, you know, when we have the InReach Explorer Plus, we have had people buying it, assuming they're going to be able to run some OS star mapping. And and obviously, one of the things that that, that we have to remember is OS is a very UK centric mm-hmm. thing. You know, Garmin's a, a global company, so I talk to my colleagues in Germany and Italy and Spain, and and you know. OS is lost on them just completely. You know, they don't understand why we're not using the topo mapping feature. Um, but yeah, I think just just to have it all in one unit is fantastic. And as you say, go go forward two three years, uh, and to not have some some kind of technology built in would be a bit peculiar. About you know, not it's similar to not running OS mapping. Do you mean it doesn't run OS mapping? So, yeah, uh, yeah, for this country again, yeah, we have we need all this mapping. It's our tradition, isn't it? We need it, and uh, and and I think it's the special the rights of ways and where we don't get the top active mapping, we just get them as paths where the OS shows us footpaths, bridleways, um, green lanes, and that's the information that us walkers, cyclists, and especially this is very much could be used by mountain bikers who potentially could have an accident and this kind of thing. We need that extra information, don't we? It's, do you know what? It's just a massive comfort blanket. You know, I, I go out regularly with topo mapping and as much as I love it and it's a very useful useful tool, when you flip, I run a training course where we have two 66 units, one running OS, one running um, topo. And you just look at the two and having been in the outdoors all my life, it's just a massive comfort factor, mm-hmm. you know, to have that context, to have all the information that you're so used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a unit that's telling you where you are. You don't you don't need a map to be able to tell you where you are. But just to be able to have a look, I, I still love opening up an OS map. I might work for, for Garmin, but I still love opening mm-hmm. an OS map on a table and just having a look at, at the bigger picture, quite literally. So, yeah, it, it, I, I can't say it's ever moving away from OS mapping within the UK outdoor industry. Fantastic. So it's been, it's been announced. That's why we've got the podcast. So Garmin have announced that this device is there. I think we're getting it. Is it 12th of June? Is it, have the figures have changed? Uh, yeah, um, so t- 10th, 12th of June, 10th. I think. Whenever, Are we going to hit this you... or not, Andy? Come on. Garmin uh, are renowned for this, aren't they? Well, we like to make things as, as precise and accurate and, and as, as nailed down as we can before we before we release. And very often behind the scenes, things that lead to sort of product pushes, as, as we call them, product slips, is that, you know, we're trying to, to um, iron out every little kink that we can. And I think sometimes you just have to release it. We can obviously always do software patches if there's any any uh, challenges. But the last I heard, uh, 10th, 12th of June was was in. Um, until the product is on a plane, I can't be definite about that. Mm-hmm. that that's the, the brutal truth of the matter. But but yeah, um, it, it's not a massive departure from the 66 and the in-reach technology uh, and form factor. Obviously, the body changes slightly with the SOS button and the built-in lithium-ion battery. But yeah, 
I would hope that 12th of June is, is achievable. So I don't know if people know what, Andy doesn't know what we're going to do. We're actually going to run a VIP list from now onwards. So if people are interested, we're going to run a VIP list and those people will get daily notifications, videos, as we get a hold of them and this kind of thing, we'll be able to do some um, information. So instead of bombarding everybody and kind of, oh, I don't want anything about it. If you're interested, you can sign up to our VIP list. There'll be something on our show notes and we'll keep you up to date as stock comes in. We're actually going to use that, I don't know if you're aware or not, Andy, we're actually going to use it in our walking holiday business. So we're going to use two of our, we have two units that we're going to give to our guides um, who will be already using GPSs uh, for navigation and also in reach mini so we're going to take those out of and actually um, incorporate so our guides will be given a 66i so they can communicate SOS and communicate back with base because we already use that technology and they can also use it to navigate as they're on, on those trails so we've actually got two of those so as soon as they arrive we'll be able to do testing and really utilise and get some nice case studies together about how we're using and hopefully other people will be using it as well Fantastic. Yeah, so a per- perfect example of, of, let's be honest, we, we all want to simplify life. You've just got one in your hand, not to, to worry about. Yeah, that's brilliant. Anything else you want to add on the 66i? Is there anything I've missed uh, fundamentally or not? No, I mean, I think, it, you know, it is it is quite simply a, a, a fantastic combination of the 66ST, which, you know, other than topo mapping, is the 66S um, and the inReach. So that there is what i'm really pleased about is there's no loss of functionality between mm. the two uh, and arguably if anything i think you're gaining a little bit more functionality from the inreach uh, on the basis that you've got a big screen you know the inreach mini by the nature of its size is small you have a monochrome screen that that's relatively small um you're now seeing all the same information but on a big three inch color screen with a higher resolution so i would argue it's it's probably even improved it a little bit but uh, but yeah it, it's it's a brilliant combination in life i always find when when people companies whoever put two things together something drops off mm-hmm. because they can't achieve it so i'm really chuffed that we've managed to get it all into to one box that's brilliant. So thank you very much, Annie, for joining me. So if you find, want to find out more about the new GPS Map 66i, please go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk, click on GPS Store, and then click on Garmin InReach Satellite Communicators on the left-hand side. And finally, many thanks for listening to uh, this month's podcast. If there's anything else you would like us to cover in future podcasts, please don't hesitate and get in touch. Please do give us a call, especially if you're thinking about buying a new outdoor GPS unit, especially a new GPS map 66i. Please do take a look at both our physical GPS training courses and also our webinars. Please just go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk and click on GPS training courses. And please don't forget to tell your friends about the GPS training podcast and also encourage them to subscribe on whatever platform they listen to and please do give us a swanky review or leave us five stars uh, ratings on and uh, on itunes or on overcast which i know a lot of people listen to now on the android devices many thanks andy for joining me on this special gps training podcast and fingers crossed andy we can encourage you to come back again in the future Thank you, John. Yeah, I uh, I have plans to come up and actually be uh, present with you as opposed to uh, on the other end of a, a Zoom call. So. Are you going to come to? Uh, are you going to come and do some of our live stuff? You've you've been a you've watched some of our live stuff. You thought like, could be a part of that, you know? Well, we've always got new uh, we've always got new product coming, so I'm sure there'll be something that we'll be uh, we'll be needing to talk about in the not too distant future. Fantastic. Thanks, Andy, for joining me. It's very much appreciated. Cheers. Not at all. Thank you, John.